0: pulling away and just really focusing on the reason for the season, on the goodness of God, you know, why Jesus was born as a baby and, you know, the the whole gospel message, really. And so taking the time each week to read from scripture. Sometimes we had a, like a devotional book that went with it. You know, so there's a million different ways to celebrate Advent, but it's all about Focusing on the Lord and the, the Christmas story in the Bible is amazing.
1: Hi, you're listening to the Zan Tyler Podcast. Hi, my name is Zan Tyler and this podcast is brought to you by BJU Press Homeschool. Homeschooling is an exciting adventure we take with our children. One of the most challenging parts of this journey is choosing the curriculum you want to use. BJU Press Homeschool is a curriculum you can trust. All the books, resources, and videos have been designed with you and your child in mind. Their curriculum is educationally robust and rich, taking into account that children have different learning styles, strengths, and needs. Mom, you are in charge. BJU Press Homeschool is here to come alongside and support you. Do you need help with the teaching load, or is there a subject you just don't want to teach? Their amazing video courses are available for all grades in almost every subject. BJU Press Homeschool believes that homeschooling can produce a new generation of students who know God, love their neighbors, and stand firm in their faith. For more information, go to BJUPressHomeschool.com. That's BJUPressHomeschool.com. Welcome to the Zan Tyler Podcast. I'm your host, Zan Tyler, and I'm glad you're here with us. We're going to do something a little bit different today on the podcast. My dear friend, Nancy Manos, and I are going to share with you some of the things we love the most about homeschooling and as we share our hearts with each other and with you we hope we'll encourage you in your homeschooling journey so today we're talking about homeschooling and the holidays so nancy welcome
0: thanks so much for having me this is going to be so much fun I hope that all of your listeners really walk away with some encouragement and some practical tips, and the holidays are coming up fast. So one of the things that you and I both love about homeschooling is that we can make the most of the holidays with our kids and now our grandkids. You know, it's wonderful that learning is not limited to a workbook or a textbook. And so this is going to be a fun chat about homeschooling through the holidays.
1: You know, Nancy, one of the things that um, happened to me probably five or six years into our homeschooling journey is that a homeschooling mom just mentioned to me that they took the ho- they took from the day before Thanksgiving through New Year's Day off for the whole holiday season. And I was like, what? You mean you can do that? It was she was giving me permission to lay down not all of our Book work. I just couldn't quite get there. Um, but most of it so that we could have this learning opportunity over the holidays. And we really throughout the years learned to fill the holidays with a different type of learning. It's not that we weren't doing anything meaningful in our homes. We were writing letters. We were going to plays. We were reading books and discussing how they differed from the plays. And we were participating in programs and seeing live nativity scenes. I mean, the list goes on and on and on for what you did with your kids and what I did with my kids during the holidays. So we want to, not that you need our permission to do anything, but we want to do what my friend did for me that day and set you free to really enjoy the holiday season with your family.
0: This is so important. You know, we did adopt this practice early on in our homeschooling, where we took off Thanksgiving through about January 2nd or 3rd. And it really freed us up to have some of those extra learning opportunities because, um, you know, it's the busiest season of the year. I I swear, like with church activities, co-op activities, our girls were in dance and piano. So there was end of year recitals and all sorts of things kept us extra busy. And if we had tried to keep up our school workload uh, for the, you know, the whole holiday season, I think we would have all just needed another month off. And so it's really great to be able to have downtime to bake cookies and go look at Christmas lights and spend time with family and friends while in the midst of that crazy season, you know, I don't know if you're like me, but there were times where I was like, please make it stop. There's so many things on the calendar and so many things on the to-do list. And I didn't want my kids to come out of the holiday season feeling stressed or knowing that I was stressed. And, you know, family time is so important. So um, we, we want to avoid that kind of panic where you're like, please, please make it stop so that you can enjoy that time with your kids. You know, that is so true. One of the things
1: I love to say about homeschooling is that it's where is the intersection of life, living, learning, all, all of that intersects. And we can, we can teach our children to have joy. I mean, we just step back from the pace of life we've kept and give them space to really enjoy the holidays, enjoy their grandparents, enjoy each other. Giving kids space sometimes is a real gift that homeschooling brings to the table. And if we can do that during the holidays, it it helps their mental health It helps our mental health. And I think then it just really reinvigorates us for the new school year. So, you know, Nancy, one of the things we love is, I loved, one of my favorite holidays was Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving tends to get lost in the shuffle of everything now. I mean, we can, um, as as we're recording, this is like October, and I think all the um, Halloween stuff started a month ago, and then it goes straight to Christmas, and we miss Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving is a a powerful part of our history as a country, how God sustained the pilgrims when they were here. And uh, they were so thankful. And we need to be so thankful for our freedoms, um, for an opportunity to teach our children uh, to love the Lord, for the Bible to be our foundation. I mean, for the religious freedom we have, for all the freedoms we have. So, so we, we you know, we did so many fun things over the holidays. Usually, we had some type of. Thanksgiving play, even when our kids got to be teenagers and young adults, we would make them don different um, outfits and costumes. We just really had fun doing that. We would sometimes put a big butcher uh, piece of butcher paper on the front door with the magic marker and people just wrote r- randomly throughout the day things they were thankful for. We had, my sisters were here every other year with my parents and Joe's parents. It was just great. There was football, there was, you know, there were, it was just a fun way to kick off the season. And once, Nancy, you were smarter than, than I was, but once we finally got to the point where I could relax over the holidays, and so then we moved just kind of from Thanksgiving into Christmas, it was really pretty fabulous.
0: It is such a beautiful season, and I, what I love the most is those traditions, You know, when you talk about Thanksgiving, we think about the favorite foods that we eat and that you look forward to all year, that you only have at Thanksgiving. And, you know, some of the, either the shows or the movies that we would watch traditionally on Thanksgiving weekend. I love the memories that we made as a family, the traditions that we celebrated, the experiences that we had together. And to me, that's what the holiday season is about yep, it's busy. Yes, we're still homeschooling in some fashion. For our family, we kept up math and grammar, but we incorporated learning in other ways. But it really was about making memories, about having a little time to just remember the blessings that we have, the importance of family time. You know, so there's so much special about the holidays. And I just, I love this conversation. You know, one other idea when we're talking Thanksgiving, a friend of mine just posted this on social media. And I wish I had had this idea when my kids were little, but they take a jumbo pumpkin. And throughout the month leading up to Thanksgiving, they write kind of in a spiral with a Sharpie around the whole pumpkin. Every day, someone's adding something to the pumpkin that they're thankful for. And then oh, that's it's their great. centerpiece on Thanksgiving Day. And I just, there's so many fun things you can do that, that make memories with your kids. And, and, you know, as grandparents, too, I know we have a
1: lot of yes. grandparents who are listening because I've heard from you. Uh, one of the things my my parents and Joe's parents always helped us make the holidays meaningful. One of the things my dad did was his church on Wednesdays before Thanksgiving would deliver lots of meals and heavy boxes of food to people in the community who needed that food and that help with Thanksgiving. And my my boys were big, teenage, strong boys. And Wednesdays, they would be it, they they were owned by the church that day. You know, the men in the church <laughs> took them out, and uh, they would deliver meals all day long. These heavy boxes, and then my dad would take them out for a great breakfast, even though it might be two or three in the afternoon, probably at Waffle House. And uh, and so, you know, that, those those are just fun fun memories. And uh, and if we have grandchildren, we can help our kids in that way by providing some service activities or fun that they might not be able to figure out how to do with their busy schedules of raising kids and homeschooling.
0: So true. So as we shift from Thanksgiving to Christmas, what are some of your favorite memories, um, the things that you did during the holidays with your kids, either that were educational or that built memories? What are some of the things that were special to you and your family, Zan? Okay. The first thing I just
1: have to say was getting the Christmas tree. We would go usually just chop down a tree. I mean, or whatever. Sometimes, occasionally we went out in the woods, but mainly it was just going to a tree lot and chopping our own tree and decorating it. For some reason, I love decorating the Christmas tree. And uh, so that was just fun. We'd have hot chocolate. We had different decorations. We started with, you know, decorating the tree, just all the Christmas music, just doing it all together. There's something about celebrating that cements your relationships with your kids in such a positive way. And we just would spend just uh, just that time of being together was so special. Um, a couple of other things we did to try to incorporate some educational activities that didn't seem like educational activities is we would, um, we would see, we would. Incorporate the arts into a lot of our Christmas celebration. We we would go see plays. We would see musical performances. Um, We there was a church that always had beautiful music on Wednesdays, classical music, and we would Mm -hmm. go go hear that when we had more time. We would uh, try to go to a performance of the Messiah every year, and this is for free. But one of the things that I was not great at now our kids took music lessons, piano lessons, and I had had to take piano lessons growing up for nine years, even though I was not musical and nobody would ever know I took piano lessons for nine years. Uh, (laughs) But we would get a copy of Peter and the Wolf from the library, which is actually a story, an orchestral piece that teaches the different or the different instruments in an orchestra and what they sound like. So it's the story of Peter, and Peter is represented by the string instruments, and the bird was represented by the flute. And you can listen to this with your kids. It's a lot of fun. And then you go hear a piece like the Messiah and you expose them to this beautiful uh, music with this Christmas message. And you're learning. If you don't know it, you're learning the orchestra together. That's that maybe is one of my most precious memories doing something just so out of the normal routine of our lives. And it was really pretty glorious.
0: That sounds amazing. I loved during the holidays that we would usually have one or both of the grandmas come visit. Um, before my mom came to live with us, she lived in Arkansas, and she would come out during the holidays, and we would go see a play or a musical performance. And it was special to the kids because it meant so much to my mom. And they loved hanging out with her. And they also loved time with James's mom. But we have some family cookie recipes that were my great-grandmother's. So these were my mom's grandma's cookie recipes, and we only make them at Christmas time. And so my girls would look forward to them. Um, there was one funny story early in my married years with James, where I had made an ice cream bucket full of these cookies, like a triple batch. the The name of them is orange sugar cookies, and they're thin and crispy, and they're delicious. I woke up the next morning and he had eaten the whole ice cream bucket full of cookies. And so, but we had to have them for the holidays. I made another triple batch and I made him help me roll them out and cut them out and bake them. And we still laugh about that to this day. But those are the things like those special treats and drinking hot chocolate and going and looking at Christmas lights and, you know, having time with um, friends and family just to me, it makes the holidays so special.
1: You know, Nancy. I know that we have talked about maybe having another one of these heart-to-heart talks and what we love about homeschooling together on the whole idea of serving others as a family. But I just want to mention quickly that service, our kids serving with us together, was a really um, fulcrum or or a support part of our homeschooling during the holidays. It was just crucial. Um, we did different things, and I'm just going to mention a few things quickly. We had a ministry to widows in our church that we spent a lot of time with during the Christmas holidays. We participated heavily in Project Angel Tree with prison fellowship, and we would also visit the the boys and Lizzie's great grandparents who were in um, nursing homes at the time and that we had relationships with a lot of the people there, not just um, just not my grandparents or the kids' great-grandparents. So we really tried to make the holidays a time of service. And I would just encourage you, as you're thinking about the holidays, think of specific ways you can serve others with your kids so that it becomes just a part of who they are as individuals and who you are as a family is just really special, especially during the Christmas holidays.
0: It's so true. And, you know, it's that season of I remember as a kid when the uh, catalogs would come in the mail and my kids did, too. And it's so fun to make a wish list of all the presents that you want. But we and I love giving gifts to my kids and my grandkids. But, you know, we don't want them to be self. Focused. This is a season of, you know, Jesus came uh, as a baby and he died on the cross so that we could have eternity with Jesus or with the Lord. And so there is this focus on giving and gratitude. And I think when you focus on blessing others, it reminds you how much you have to be grateful for. We love to do the same thing. They had, I don't know that it was affiliated with the Angel Tree program, but we had a tree like that at our church where we, um, Bought gifts for families in the community that were, um, there's some areas that are underserved. And so we would pick two or three families and go shopping and deliver the gifts. And of course, like the shoe boxes, we did those too. And just looking for ways to be a blessing. Baking cookies to take to your neighbors as a little act of goodwill and nice to meet you kind of a thing is, you know, a sweet way to to serve too. There's just so many things that we can do to make the holidays special. And I love all of these ideas. I can't wait till next month when we talk more about service.
1: Yes. And we're going to go into detail about Ideas for little ones and teenagers and and all types of things because it really can, if you have a child who's struggling or you're struggling with your homeschooling being discouraged, there is something about serving other people that just lifts you to a new level of inspiration. You know, I I, I firmly believe that. But one thing I want to uh, talk about as we continue talking about what made the holiday so special is just being able to really uh, emphasize the fact that, just like Nancy said, it was about Jesus. And Nancy, in a minute, I want you to talk about the Advent wreath. While I've got this thought in my head, there are a couple of things I want to share that are really special memories um, during the holidays. We didn't do it every year but we did some christmas caroling throughout the years and to me it's just a lost art i wish we did that more in our culture Uh, i just love christmas caroling with families to other families or um, in assisted living facilities those types of things um other things we enjoyed were going to see live nativity scenes. And especially if you live in uh, a big city or the sur- suburbs and your kids aren't around farms much, it's great to find a place <clears throat> where they're actually they have the camels and the donkeys there um, yes there was really one person who used to have a camel out for the kids and it is just fun to see that some churches reenact it there are all kinds of church plays and church programs at christmas time we would always take the kids we would pick out find one uh Music program or a play or whatever that a church was doing, and we would always go to one of those every year, so there are a lot of really special ways you can redeem the holidays and and make it really christ focused
0: and it doesn't have to be expensive; there are a lot of expensive things to go and see and do, but there's also a lot going on that doesn't cost anything or has a low cost, and I love that because it helps us to enjoy more um without really taxing our budgets too much. You know, the Advent season to me was so special because it remi- it brought our focus back to the reason for the season. You know, homeschooling to me was all about discipling my children. Yep. I taught them math and grammar and science and geography and all the things. We did academics, but I really wanted them to know the Lord. I wanted them to have a biblical worldview, you know, so to us, it was part of everyday education, but pulling away and just really focusing on the reason for the season, on the goodness of God, you know, why Jesus was born as a baby and, you know, the, the whole gospel message, really. And so taking the time each week to read from Scripture, Sometimes we had a, like a devotional book that went with it. Sometimes we made our own Advent wreath. Sometimes we bought a store bought one or did an Advent calendar. Um, you know, so there's a million different ways to celebrate Advent, but it's all about focusing on the Lord and the the Christmas story in the Bible is amazing. And so, and we always did one at church too, and it was fun for the kids because one year we were picked for one of the nights. So each um, Sunday they would have a different family read that portion of scripture. And we got to do that as a family one year. So, you know, those times to just keep our eyes on the Lord and remind the children that, you know, it's gifts are fun and cookies are fun and Christmas lights are beautiful, but it's all about Jesus. So that was really core for us. And I know a lot of families that really is kind of the center of their holiday season.
1: And you know, that's another great reason to look at your holiday calendar, and even if you can't bring yourself to take off between Thanksgiving and New Year's, to take a off a hefty amount of time somewhere during the Christmas season, because it really is, it was, you know, the the angel says, behold, I bring you tidings of great news that shall be for all the people. And if we're so weighed down with all of our responsibilities and everything we want to do during the holidays, and we're worried about getting behind in all of our schoolwork, It's really hard to celebrate with our children that sense of this is really a time of great news, great joy for all the people.
0: Um, It is. is So isn't it good just to be reminded of the goodness of God and the joy of this season? I love Christmas lights. I love that the music in every store, you hear the gospel at the grocery store. If they're playing Christmas music. It's amazing. And we don't want to miss that for the busyness of the season. And, okay, so I want to
1: say this. We had so many great moments during the holidays. So many special moments. But you're still... I mean, we're all still sinners. Our kids are still going to fight with each other during the most meaningful times we're trying to create. We're going to have Maybe bad attitudes. during Advent. <laughs> yes, that's right. When you're, you know, when they're fighting over who gets to read the Advent reading. I mean, you know, so so we don't want to paint some idyllic sense of the holidays, but real joy with real kids and real parents during the holidays. Um, Some of the things we did that were special, and I felt like we were also honing their skills, um, was we, of course, I love to write. I'm a writer. Uh, And we would write some during the holidays in a way that was not pressured but just we could see the process of being right, of writing to serve others. So one year we wrote, we wrote uh, a bunch of people in the military who had been deployed, some we knew, some we didn't know. And uh, as we wrote, we talked about the power of including a bible verse in a letter for people um who are having a hard time or find themselves in a hard situation and the kids worked on their their penmanship or old timey word or their just the quality of their handwriting as we were doing these things we would write notes to grandparents i love to write i'm the worst letter writer in the world so this was a good You know, this was a a good process for me. Thank you notes for the grandparents for Christmas presents. Just all kinds of ways to write. I think maybe one of my most special memories is when my daughter Lizzie was about 10 or 12 she wanted to buy a gift for her grandmothers that she bought with her own money. And so we finally, we came up with this idea of the right gift W R I T E. And she bought journals for each of her grandmothers. And, you know, it's funny how it it really took off with one grandmother and not the other grandmother, but she wrote a letter to each grandmother and asked a question. And so then, um, She she kept this up with Joe's mom uh, throughout the year. Joe's mom would answer Lizzie's question, write something about her life, and then ask Lizzie a question. And they passed this journal back and forth for a year. So that was really that was really a precious precious memory. And so they're all so
0: beautiful.
1: yeah, there's all kinds of things we can do that are really teaching powerful lessons educationally in the midst of doing these other things.
0: It's so true. You know, that's one thing I really love is we incorporated a lot of hands-on learning in our education years all the way through. But the holidays let us kind of dig deeper and do some experiments, some projects, some crafts things that we didn't really have time to do maybe in our normal school day. And what I loved about the holidays was giving our girls extra time. Um, Our youngest, Alex, she loved to do wood, wood burning. And so she would spend a whole day just wood burning. Or they would grab a book and go curl up and go read a good story. Or they would do painting or drawing. And just to have some extra time where it's not... Hey, you have 30 minutes to work on that. And then we have to get back to math or whatever the subject is. Right, so I love right. that about the holidays that learning can still happen. And it's just going to look, a, it can look a lot different, but they're still learning. It's not that you've just abandoned all education for six weeks. Um, so it's, it's a fun season. You know, um, some of the
1: things we did, too, were we would have a different emphasis on books every year. So this is not going to sound like a bookie thing, but every year they would have a um, this traveling troupe would come in and do a, a rendition of A Christmas Carol. It was really funny and we loved it. It was at the Cogar Center. We would dress up and go. We would, you know, save for the tickets to take all of us to go. That was this was one thing we would just save money for um, all year, I guess, some of these Christmas activities. And and, some years we would read the book again before we went. You can do it almost in one sitting, sitting around the fireplace, everybody taking a chapter at a time. And we would compare the play in the book. Some years we'd just go to the play and just enjoy the play and not feel like we had to have some type of analysis of it. But that was a special memory. And uh, my daughter did a lot of community theater, and it seems like there was always a program or play she was in around Christmas time. And of course, we would want to take the boys to see those or, or some type of community theater play along with the church plays. And we found some cheap ways to do this. Sometimes when you usher in some community theaters, you get to go for free. And as the kids became teenagers, they could all usher, you know. Um, Sometimes we would ask grandparents for tickets to performances that we really couldn't afford. Um, Sometimes we would go, you know, once, so we started homeschooling in the 80s and there weren't, homeschool options at plays and matinees and all of that. But as the kids got older, we could, you know, go and enjoy the school rate during the school day for these special performances. And that was really special. So there are a lot of ways you can enjoy the arts in that regard. um, And it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. And I I think that's important.
0: Absolutely. You know, there's so many ways to incorporate learning and, I loved what you just said about volunteering for, like, the free admission. Um, The volunteer opportunities at the holidays seem more abundant, and I think it's really important for families to take advantage of that. I love that my girls served on the worship team at church, in the youth ministry, and they played piano and keys, and they, you know, it just was nice for them to use their gifts to serve the body of Christ. And to be part of something bigger than themselves. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. just Christmas especially, but the whole holiday season reminds us that we're part of the body of Christ, that we all have something to give. We're all gifted. We all have something to bring. And, you know, what's the Bible verse about? Um, We're joined and knit together by what every joint supplies. And so I just, I love the whole holiday season. And I'm so excited that we're talking about this. Um, I guess, what is one closing thought that you have as far as that you want families to be thinking about from Thanksgiving through the end of the year, really? You know, I I
1: think one of the greatest parts of homeschooling is just that we can uh, focus on our relationships with our children. And there's something about celebrating together. We've already mentioned this, that, that having joy together cements those relationships in a really powerful way. So take the time to find the joy in the holidays. Um, you know, maybe one thing I would say as we close is that there's some people who are going through heartache during the Christmas holidays. And I think the holidays can make that worse. Um just know that we are praying for you, and we hope that you can find support in your church or your family or um you know from the lord and it, but but as you walk with your kids during the holiday season and you can experience joy together, we really, really encourage you to do that. There are enough hard things in life that we get to experience together, we should all have some joy that we experience with our children.
0: I agree. This is so great. What a great time to chat about this topic. I I love it. Thanks for inviting me, Zan. Well, thank
1: you, Nancy. And hey, listen, we would love to hear some of your ideas about how you celebrate Christmas, what you've done that's been meaningful, that you would like to share with other people so they can benefit from it. So you can go to my web my website at zantyler.com and there's a comment form that you can fill out with questions or comments or whatever. And we'll discuss those on the the podcast and in subsequent sessions that nancy and i do like this together where we're just sharing our hearts and our lives with you so thank you so much for being here today and we wish you all a, a happy blessed thanksgiving and a very merry christmas Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this was encouraging and inspiring for you. If you would like more information, you can find me at Zantaler.com. Until next time, see you later.